Welcome to In the Mood for a Podcast, a podcast about all things romance books. My name is Bonnie from Bon Reviews Books on Instagram and TikTok, and with me is Shawnee from Shawnee Reads. What's up? And Mary from The Vibrarian. Hey, um. And today we're going to talk about all things book talk and bookstagram drama. Specifically, authors being dramatic. Authors Let's behaving badly once again. Um... I don't, is there anything else other than authors behaving badly? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, there's always. It's a full moon. It's, I mean, readers behave badly too, but this mm-hmm. past couple of weeks have just been like, what yeah. is, what is you doing? Um, so we'll keep our, what we're in the mood for short today before we get into that. But, uh, Mary, why don't you start us off with what you're in the mood for? Um, so I have been in the mood for, like, not a whole lot. I have just been, like, so, like, this, these lunar eclipses have been killing me. But I have, it's Halloween today. Um, it'll be next week when you guys are listening to this. And I have the house to myself. So I'm going to, I, uh, bought Gothicana last week, um, after we talked about it. But then, um didn't actually start it yet so i think it might that might be my spooky evening tonight Ooh, okay. um so i'm excited about that that is that is, that is exactly what i was gonna do and then my dogs woke me up at like 5 a.m and i was like <laughs> i can't go back to sleep and then i started a book on my kindle and it's like an mm hockey romance and i was like why did i start gothic <laughs> Why didn't I start Gothicana? But now I'm like, now I'm like fifty percent in, and like, I'm not gonna abandon it right now. Right. Also, it's good, and actually, yeah. it's one of the it's one of the blankier Kindle day oh. kinds that I had. It's the only one who hasn't disappointed me yet. So oh, nice. It's I think it's Eden Finley and Saxon James. It's like the worst name. I the- just saw. I swear I just saw this in someone's TikTok. That oh, it, really? those exact authors and yeah, but that's funny. Yeah, it's I think it's like the egotistical puck boys series or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> it sounds it, the name is so fucking bad. And like Oh my god, that's hilarious. I just don't, but it's like it's giving like it's in between like heated rivalry mm-hmm. and iced out. That's a sweet spot. So it's it's working for me right now. Um, it's it's two teammates who are well. It's it's two guys who are were on different teams, and one of them gets traded into the same team. Uh, and it's like it's just like a fun, goofy time. Anyway, love that. But I think I will. It's it's finally time for Gothicana. Mm-hmm. It has come. I think mm-hmm. it's finally gonna happen <laughs> when nice. I get over all of my like. I've I've read I read so many books that I felt that I like had to read recently in order to understand what's going on on TikTok. Um, right. And I also I did read Anna Huang's King of Greed, which I did not hate. Yeah, yeah. you said that you you were really into it at first, and then like or halfway through, or thirty percent, okay. I was vibing. She's like, um, I'm really liking this. <laughs> yeah, I think like it's because like my my expectations were like on the floor um after king of pride but and it was like 
I was excited for it because it was it's marriage in crisis and they actually divorce. And then they're wow. groveling, which we all love a good grovel. Um, but it very quickly devolves into the same Anna Huang like billionaire and like a trust fund girly who has like kind of an artsy hobby or like a business or whatever. But like no one actually has a job that actually matters and whatever like the characters aren't so distinctive from her previous ones mm-hmm. so i gave it th- i would say like it's like a three star read like it's good but it's also in like eminently forgettable but mm-hmm. um i'm glad that i re- did read it because i i'm like i don't hate her writing her writing is obviously much better it's getting better mm-hmm. and she can write a different trope she does write the marriage in crisis is pretty good okay and i hate that so, okay. I'll say, okay. Uh, I the next one I think is going to be fun because it's going to be like a PR person and a like a very misbehaving rock star. Ooh, mm. that is kind of fun. So I think that's going to be fun. But that's kind of like what I've been vibing recently. But I will get into as as on Halloween night. I'm finally getting to spooky season reads. So. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Same. I mean, well, it's Scorpio season still. It's very, it's like yeah. fall. Yeah. I love exactly. it. I love it. Okay, Bonnie, what are you in the mood for? Well, I was going to say, I was thinking about this in the car today. And so I finished The Losers and mm. duet slash, yeah, I also read The Dare. And oh my God, they were so good. And I was like, so okay, I know today is Halloween. And I did start Gothicana. I think I'm 100 pages in. Um, oh, nice. But I was kind of waiting for you guys. And so I just like put that one off to the side and read all these other things. Um, So I do want to read that. But then I also downloaded like all of these kind of spookier reads. And after reading the Losers duet, I was like, I need to read all of Harley LaRue's other books. Because I loved her writing. And um, I've heard so many good things about her soul to take. And I I don't know if you guys follow because I don't know. I signed up on Patreon, especially because of Summer O'Toole's, like, obsession with all the character art and everything. We yeah. were talking, I was DMing with her at some point, like, a year ago, and I was like, okay, what what illustrators and stuff do you follow? And I found all these people on Patreon and started, like, paying to subscribe, and they do character art, and someone did something for her soul to take for, like, Halloween, and it is so fucking cool like it's like it's the coolest spicy artwork i've ever seen um and that just made me really want to keep reading kind of darker more spooky reads and i do not like i love christmas like in my personal life i love the christmas time i love decorating i'm not religious books are so cheesy i hate christmas books I hate Christmas books. Like, they're not for me. Like, so I was like, I can just keep reading Spooky until December, basically. I'm yeah. with you. I'm with, I'm with you. you. I'm also like, I haven't, um, I haven't read A Soul of a Witch. So if you're oh. like vibing with Harley and they're writing, yeah. When you, when you get to A Soul of a Witch, I will happily read it with you. And that will like, finally get me to actually read it. Because I do have the paperback too. I just downloaded Her Soul to Take because I have also been meaning to read it. And I love Harley's writing. And actually, <laughs> that's actually really funny <laughs> that you mentioned Christmas uh, books. Because I did, I, I read um, last December was when Losers 2 came out. 
And yeah. so oh. I had read, I think I was like in the middle of reading, like I finished at the end, it was like the end of November, I read The Dare and Losers One, and then it was like a week or two that I had to wait. And I read, um, she has a holiday novella called Paddled by Krampus. Yep. <laughs> really? And it is... Wait, It's wait. really... Oh. Oh, can we just get her, get their pronouns right? Oh, sorry, oh. is it they them? Yeah. Yes. Them. Um, and because that, thank you, um... <clears throat> it used to say she they and yeah. we've spent a lot of time uh her their bio used to say she they that's why okay. so thank you for the uh reminder so they wrote came out with paddled by krampus and it's really funny but also kind of dark still and so i recommend it for kind of later on like around december if you do want to read something christmasy um and they uh the cover is not representative of what the book is because the book it's takes like place in like, Fort- like Hallmarky the cover. <laughs> yeah, well the the FMC is wearing like lacy bra like lingerie, but then the time it's like a period. It's like a time period like 1600s or something like that mm-hmm. is when it actually takes place. But I posted a video of – it was, like, a, a TikTok of that guy who wears, like, the pilgrim, like, Halloween costume. And he was, like, wearing it with a, um, a Santa hat. And he's, like, doing – like, dancing to, like, classical music. And it oh, was something like, 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 oh – with Kai or something? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I posted it. And I was, like, me um, – like reading Paddle by Krampus by uh, Harley LaRue and they <laughs> DM me and they were laughing so hard. They're like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I was like, yeah, That's this is only accurate though. Yeah. Oh, it was God. like so dead on. I was like, this is me right now for sure. I loved it though. Awesome. And I feel like we also need to mention that they got picked up by a publisher as well. Yes. That's Wait, really? Exciting. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ken, is it, I think it's Kensington Books or something. Mm-hmm. So it's an it's a small publishing house that's like considered indie. Um, yeah, they got picked up. Particularly, like the Souls trilogy, I think got picked up. That's so, amazing. Oh shit! I need to try the indie covers now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely, and they're, they're like really good. Too. Yeah, they really are. They're super nice. Oh, well, so though that's how that's kind of what I'm in the mood for, and then I, you know, we're closing out October, which was a fucking wild arc month, yeah. and I've pretty much been just just declining anything that ever comes my way at this point, to the point where I'm considering not accepting arcs next year at all, unless it's like an author that I'm like absolutely dying to read their book. Yeah. I did. Or they want to pay me. You know, <laughs> that's you know it. that I, I did that this year and it's been great. I really think that's what I want to do. Yeah. Because I'm not having, it's not fun. If, yeah. you're, mm-hmm. if they're emailing you like, you need to post about this. And I'm like, fuck, I haven't even like read half of it. I can't post about that. I don't know. Yeah, I guess then it's like the, second, the second you go like, mm, you need to stop. I know. And so, so I think I'm going to have to put that boundary up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Cool. Anyway, we're gonna continue spooky season, huh? Yes, let's continue yeah. spooky season. I downloaded that mischief night book. Um, oh, I have that too. 
Yeah, so I want to read that. I, I still have hey, to finish yeah, Skeleton Society. Oh, the Obsidian uh, Brotherhood. Yeah, Obsidian oh. Brotherhood. Yeah, we talked about it last time, mm-hmm. I think. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also uh, have Hollow by Karina Holly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, those three are, like, ones that I really want would like to read. I love mm-hmm. Karina. And not just because she I haven't read any. Because she is a Finnish heritage. But... Mm. <laughs> Nice, I love that. Yeah, like her, um, River of Shadows and Crimson Crown are based on Finnish mythology. That's so cool. That is cool. Okay, so speaking of Christmas uh, novels that we have now decided that we don't really (laughs) like that much and that we are um, not going to be reading very many, (laughs) you did read one um, that you actually enjoyed, Shawnee. Um, Um, And apparently, but now none of us can read it. I sure did, and um, it is no longer available. It was available for two days. <laughs> what a good segue. <laughs> yeah, Mary Mary does like a really snappy segue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, so let's expand on that. <laughs> yeah, so let me put it this way. Last summer, Eva Ashwood approached me on email, and she was like, hey, I'm going to, I want to send you an arc of my book and she is awesome uh, to read arcs for because she doesn't require review. She's like, can you make a TikTok? Yeah. I think Which, we all, we discussed this and we've, yeah, we've talked about this a couple love, of times. Yeah. Love I love it. her. Um, and I, I, I think I said yes to two of them. And then I was kind of like, oh, like I just, I'm not vibing with right now and it's it's not that I don't I didn't like that book but it was like okay like I'm just like I was like in my arc arc declining moment and I was mm-hmm. like I, I just don't want to do this not but she still like emails me every time and then in the middle Which of that's COVID, another thing that's really nice too is she gives you the option to opt in because I yeah. did the that whole series the filthy wicked psychos and then she emailed me about this one and asked me if I wanted to be an in it and I didn't email her back because I was like on my honeymoon when I got the email about it and I was like I'm not gonna read this arc (laughs) yeah so she emailed me um maybe like two weeks ago so like middle of October and said hey I have a Christmas snowed in white shoes coming out would you be interested in getting the arc and you know the requirements are always like super nice and awesome and I'm like cool like I can just like read a book that I'm like vibing with and I don't have to like really make a whole bunch of effort and she never has any like review star requirements so like we love that and I was like you know what like I've been like reading things that I kind of like felt I had to read um just to like be in the know or whatever and because like it was October I was been reading things that I've been like looking forward to so they kind of felt like like checking off boxes or whatever but I was like you know what give me a white juice snowed in it's gonna be smutty as fuck i know it's eva like the spice her spice is so good it's always so good right so i was like you know what send it my way it's gonna be fun and i read this book and i finish it uh it was slated for release on october 24th and i finished it on the 23rd and i was like you know what like that was like a fully like a Christmas book, but like characters were good. The spice spiced. It's definitely cheesy. It's definitely like not dark at all as like Emma's books can be. It's not mm-hmm. mafia. It's not organized crime or whatever. 
but I was like, you know, like, girl, you did a good job. Like, I liked it. It's cute. It's a little bit cheesy, but like, what else do you want in like Christmas snow and white shoes? And then I was like thinking about it. I was like, I was like trying, trying to think about like, what kind of a TikTok should I make for this? And I was going to do like something very simple, but there was no time limit on when I was going to have to make it. So I was like, whatever. And then the day of release, Trelina Pucci, who is another author um who has maybe like what like 10 books out something like that and she posted on her instagram stories basically like i'm so tired of my like plot lines and my books and my stories being stolen by other authors like and it was like a whole big old rant that she went on on her instagram stories and she was like i don't even want to say who it is like this is stupid, blah, 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 blah. And, like, I have read her book, Tangled in Tinsel, which came out last year. Um, and I, to this date, I still don't know how I, I actually managed to finish that. But I will blame the fact that I read it while I had COVID. I was, like, in a delirium. Oh, my God. It is. That's a real thing. Right? Like, but, <laughs> yeah. it, but it was just. It's a it's a it's a Snowden Christmas Y twos, but it's two hundred and seventy eight pages, with four guys. Okay, like, which is insane. That's wait so fast. That's like there's no time for anything to happen. No, they're like about to go into blowjobs at like four percent. Like it's kind of yeah. crazy. And this is like people who don't know each other from before, whereas in Emma's book they do. Anyway, but Trelina posted this whole like big old rant. Um, of stories being like, I hate my stories being stolen, blah, 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 blah. And as I'm watching her stories, because I have, I, I have, I followed her on Instagram, but I think it's because like, I've had to follow her for like a giveaway. It's like one of those, like, mm-hmm. follow everyone so you can be, you know, uh, included in this, whatever. So I watch it and I'm like, I know exactly what she's talking about. And Eva doesn't do pro like pr- regular levels of like TikTok promo. Like people aren't like, oh my god, it's like forty seven days till Eva's next book comes out. Like there's not that same thing as a lot of authors get do or like get like the hype and whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was like, are you fucking serious? Like you're really saying this? Like you're not saying names, but like people who know know. And yeah, there was like a little bit of I feel like a few people were kind of like FBIing it like, oh, like, okay, what are her books? And then like what books just came out or what books are coming out right now? And then it was like it took everybody like, oh, I'm going to go look at what books she has and what books just came out and then put two and two together. Like very quickly, people were figuring out who she was talking about and then going and looking at. Ava's Instagram where she was doing a little countdowny sort of promo on her yeah. Instagram with like and quotes. She also commented. Yeah. And there are right. screenshots of her comments on the Instagram posts of is it on Eva, Ava Ashwood's author posts. And this and other like, author truly <laughs> So she really like outed herself there. She was like, here's what totally. I'm talking about. Like, yeah. Right. But it was be- it was like five days before the release, right? So then, so when, she- the re- when the release happened, then she was like, "Let me hop onto stories." And oh. so, of course, I'm to Shawnee because I knew that Shawnee read it. I was like, 
is there any merit to what she's saying? Because first of all, we're like dissecting like the covers and it's like they're both red. That's like the only similarity. And even what like right now on Kindle, if you look up Ava Ashwood's, if you look up her book, it's, it's green. green. Right. But the original cover was red, but it's a totally different font. Also, if you it's look at search- Ava's used before. Yes. Uh, and if you search Tangled and Tinsel, there's like 75 other books that have that same title. If you yep. search Unwrapped by them, by but the, like just that without Ava Ashwood, hers is the only book that shows up. So that's yep. an original title, number one. Uh, number two, I, we're like, what about Snowden? Why choose? Like that being like the similarity between these two books because I was like I knew that you I feel like you had specifically said too where like you had noticed like like the comparison is always going to be to something that has a similar trope like you did I feel like you did it earlier like comparing Anna Wong like writing this like it's not going to be like you know another book that's always something that's going to happen when you're reading a romance that follows a trope of something that you've read before like we've all done it and that's not necessarily like that happens all the time and you want I think I said it when we were talking about Eva Ashwood last time where it was like you read a series and you finish it and you're like I just want to read that same series again how give me something that's like similar and then you go and you find something that's like similar so that's already a thing in romance right but I also think that like as I was reading the arc I was like this is like so fluffy forever like we were talking like we were texting Mm -hmm. back and forth and I was like this is so fluffy forever but like it's reminding me of Tangled and Tinsel but it's way better right (laughs) like which is funny because I had and I remember saying I was like oh I had just seen a TikTok where this person was like do you ever read a book and you're like that book was like pretty good but I wish that somebody else had written it because it's like the premise is cool like you like the tropes or whatever like this the kind of like the foundation is there but the writing is just not very good and so you just wish that somebody else has written it and so I made a joke that I was like oh like that's what happened but like then you clarified you were like honestly it's like it totally is like the basically the similarity lies in the tropes that it's a that it's a Snowden why choose which is something that if you look that up there are like Thousands. So many. Yeah. So many. But like dating back to like oh, so long ago. Right. I mean, Har- it's Harlequin. It's Hallmark. Like it's not. Yeah. Like, seven Brothers and Seven Sisters, which is a movie that came out in like 1947, has this like. Right. I mean, it's not why choose, but you know. Right. Whatever. <laughs> I was like, oh, what are we talking about for a second? <laughs> No, no, no. But it, but it, yes. it's also like it's a it's a romance movie mm-hmm. snowed in. Like there's right. all these like little bit set in Christmas anyway. But so I, I like we had like back and forth. We had a couple conversations where I was like, should I like point this out? Like this is kind of shitty because it's like everyone knows what you're doing. Like it's like kind of like weird behavior from an author. Well, and Eva took her book down. Yeah. Well, so right. here's the thing. So here's the thing. So then on, so Eva's book got released on the 24th. 3rd, I think. It was Monday. It was, I think it was up for like less than 48 hours. So Unwrapped by Them came out on the 24th. And that is the same day that Trelina made her Instagram story rant. And on the, twi- on the morning of the 26th, 
someone sent me those screenshots of Trelina commenting on Ava Ashwood's Instagram being like, oh my God, how did you come up with that? Which is like <laughs> such bullshit, right? Um, because it's like, you don't own the tropes. You don't own the premise of a, of any kind of story. Like you literally can't copyright it. It's, mm-hmm. It was so catty and so passive aggressive that I was like, uh. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm like, are you not embarrassed? How old are you? But so someone sent me those screenshots because I wasn't aware of any of this. And then I was like, I kind of, I, I feel like, I'm not saying that I have like a moral obligation to say something, but they, but at the same time as the person who sent me those screenshots said that Eva's book had been taken off of Amazon. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Like, why is it because there is plagiarism and then mary suggested to me like what if you just run run both books through a plagiarism like identification service and like um turns out there's zero matches zero percent matches in the like so it's not i understand that there's like uh, adjacent plagiarism where like you can change literally every word and it's the same story but like Eva's book is 180,000 words Trilina's is 80,000 so just by length things are very different the story is very different the pacing is very different the tone of the narrative is very different anyway so I was like I because I'm sitting here I'm like this is an author who's always treated me really fairly and like incredibly nicely and just is like a very nice human in all of the interactions that I've had with them. And they're clearly pulling their book off of Amazon to avoid X, Y, and Z. Like I don't obviously can't speculate on Eva's motivation or like I can't only speculate on Eva's motivations on pulling mm-hmm. the book from Amazon because yeah. it wasn't pull- it wasn't pulled by Amazon. Eva in her reader group said, I pulled my book from Amazon. I'm not putting it back up as it is. So I think that she's going to like rework, rework the story with like a different premise. But I was like, I have a lot of like pieces to the puzzle. And I put it on my close friends Instagram story. I was like, here's where I'm at with this whole mess. Because I was like, a lot of people seem to know what's going on. And I am actually one of the people who has read the book because it had been out for like fucking 36 hours or something. And then it was gone. Mm-hmm. And there was a number of people who had read it as an arc, but it wasn't like people were like hyping it for months and months and months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm going to make a video. So I, I gathered up all my receipts. <laughs> and, and brought us the tea. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, but it's like, it's like so weird to be in this position where now when people are talking about it, like, we're almost a week later. It's like, I'm the primary source. Because like, no one else was talking about it. Like, I I never saw any other videos about it. Whereas like, I feel like sometimes, especially with like book talk controversies, you do see multiple creators talking about something. Um, mm-hmm. Like with the Jody Picot thing that I will talk about later, like I saw a, a couple videos about it. I didn't see anyone else talking about no, that. No, I know. And I was like, this is wild because her behavior is qu- quite frankly just crazy. And people were responding to her on yeah. at least on Instagram and saying like, 
the fuck is your problem? <laughs> like, why did right. you? Right. Well, and I just, I feel like it's because it was primarily like a siloed to, or like isolated to Instagram. And I feel like those communities are a little bit different. And like, yeah. apparently Trulina Pucci has like pretty intense, like a pretty intense fan base because Clearly, she is, like, a very intense person, whereas Ava Ashwood is, like, the sweetest person. Super, also, like, no one very, knows who she is. Like, she's, Right, like- yeah. She's very, like, all of her, everything is just, she's writing her books and publishing them and promoting them. And she shares, like, if you post stories and tag her, she shares them. Like, she's very just under the radar, very chill, like, unproblematic queen. And, um... That's not Trulina Pucci's brand at all. Like, she's very, no. like, in your face, basically, about stuff, which, like, I've never read anything by her, so I don't really – I'm, like, not super familiar. I do remember when that book came out because I remember you talking about it, and I remember seeing it everywhere. And I feel yeah. like this book by Ava Ashwood would have made its rounds on TikTok of people, like, getting into the holiday spirit and reading it 100%. and loving it. Yeah. 100%. Um, but it was just like, you know, yeah, I just, I was looking up, uh, to see when I, I got the ARC email, like, do you want to get the ARC on the 13th? So it was like right when I got back from my trip. And so I, that's yeah. why I was like, oh yeah, I'm like, uh, I don't yeah, have time for this right now. Yeah. And so I feel like, you know, she just wrote, wrote it for funsies, but she's a really good writer. And so it turned out like really good. And the thing to me that is really telling is, so Trelina went on Instagram stories again. She like kept being like, I'm not, I'm done talking about this. And then she'd keep talking about it. And (laughs) she was like at For Love in Vegas. And she was like in her hotel room, like Friday night or something like on her stories. And she was like, it's just, it's down to the percentage, like through the book. And I'm like, your book is half the length. How is that even possible? No, I mean, like, I get what she was trying to say, where it was, she would be like, okay, like, at 30%, there's a threesome. Or at 45%, there's, like, DP or something like, you know, I think that's kind of like what she was, like, trying to refer to. But I'm like, you had big complaints about this 500-page book on the morning of the release. How did, did you get your hands on an arc? Yeah, that is weird. Right? Or did somebody who received an ARC start, like, DMing Trilina with that information before she could even read it and tell for herself? And did she just react? Like, we don't know. I think, I mean, I don't think it's, like, not, I don't think any of it is legit, personally. Um, because, again, like, it's just, I'm sorry, like, there's you can literally write the same story with the same cadence of like okay like there's a threesome the first threesome happens at 37 percent or whatever yeah that feels like just formulaic like and there's so many books that follow that's what i'm saying like it's formulaic but like when your book is almost twice the length it's not the same story because the build-up that leads to it like i'm like you are anyway oh yeah i forgot how percentages work that's why i was like (laughs) But also, being an adult in this space, like, if you actually had a problem with it and you were genuinely upset about it, wouldn't you just go directly to the author and be like, hey, this book feels a lot well, like mine. I feel, I'm really upset. She did. 
to Lena and then, that she and then about, which I have a hard time believing. And then she still needed to come online and bash her in front of everyone. Yeah, apparently. But that's to me that's just like unacceptable. Yeah. Like no, sorry. No, it's like <laughs> there's no reason middle, for it. It's middle school behavior, and especially when you you're like I'm not going to say names, I'm not going to say names. I'm like bitch, we all didn't know. Just say the like you've been publicly commenting cuz that's the thing too is that when she did the cover when Ava did the cover reveal on Instagram Trulina and that's when it was red. Trulina was like, oh, I thought this was me. Ha ha. Merry Christmas or something like that. And it's like, it's a totally different title. It's a totally different font. Like, and we have how many, how many times have we talked about how similar so many covers look? Like the only thing that was similar about those covers was that they were red and Christmassy. Like that's Shocking for a Christmas book. Right? Like you could look at so many. I, I think I literally searched Christmas romance or something and it was like half of them were green it was like 40 percent were green 40 percent were uh red and then uh you know 20 percent were blue like light blue well and as you've pointed out there are like multiple other books called tangled in tinsel there are not Mm -hmm. other books called unwrapped by them and even on this post that eva ashford has left up um There is not the cover reveal, but, like, what the... It's just the cover with, like, all the tropes around it. And she wrote, what a cover. Where'd you get the idea? And it's like, I'm sorry, but do you need us to put the two pictures up on the screen so that we can look at them next to each other with you and be like, every fucking Christmas book looks like this. You're not special. And you don't have a special name either. So, like, what are you even saying? And, like, why are you bullying this person in their post? Like... It's just all very, yeah, middle school. And I'm like, it's, well, it's and me at first, but then I'm like, this is crazy that you had, you bullied an author into taking her book off Amazon. Which sucks because I feel like the fact that she's left those comments up and stuff is like so unbothered queen behavior to me. It's just like, yeah, like if you want to like put yourself on blast, you can. Like I'm not embarrassed. Like <laughs> to me, I'm like, yeah, she's just like doing her thing and she doesn't care. And so that's why I'm like, I feel like she knew, like, maybe, like, and again, we can only speculate as to why she actually took the book down, but, you know, it could be because she wanted to avoid, like, getting review bombed yeah. or something like that, which is totally a thing. Um, but it is unfortunate. And I would hope, like, maybe she'll do, like, a newsletter, like, download or something since she was doing it through Kindle anyway. Like, I would, like, that would be, I feel like, super cool. And then everybody could be like, write enough positive reviews that then if Trulina wanted to have send her minions to review bomb like it wouldn't have as much of an effect but yeah all this does is just like make me even more fervently like a fan of Ava like I mean I've talked about quite a bit how much I love I love her books (laughs) and how I felt like her writing has just like consistently gotten better and better and uh like one of the things that she does really well is, um, like, not like, is not be super formulaic with her uh, other series. Like, where I was like, oh my god, I I know the twist that's coming. I can see it from a mile away, and then it was something totally different. Like, I actually yeah. I have like a react like a live react video that I posted of her Dirty Broken Savages series because I was like, oh. I'm pretty good at guessing 
um, like plot twists, which I have, you know, have done quite a bit. And I was like, I'm yeah. pretty sure that I like know exactly what's going to happen. And so then I was like, I'm going to film myself reacting to like it, me being correct. And then I was totally wrong. <laughs> I was like, okay, you know what? That's fucking sick. Like, not yeah. roster. That's awesome. And yeah. that's happened like several times. Yeah. But this whole thing has just been like so wild because like you, like you said, Bonnie, I'm like, no one else has been talking about it. And now it's... <laughs> I went like head to, I, I mean, like, I don't want to say like I went like head to head with Trolina, but like mm-hmm. she like blocked me on TikTok and then commented on my post, then deleted her comment about then like, blocked you again. Comment, That's and then crazy. Me again. And I'm like, who is running your PR? No one, clearly. No one. <laughs> but you do go on Eva Ashwood's Instagram, like I just said. I just looked and. Like, she has left all of the posts up leading up to that release where Trelina has all these crazy comments. And people are commenting back to Trelina being like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you're an idiot. You didn't invent this. This is not okay. The way that you handled this was really poor. But, like, it has not affected Trelina, I feel like, at all. Like, no one's, like, other than you, like I said, I haven't seen any videos about it. No one's talking about how shitty of behavior this is. And I'm like... Just really unacceptable. Like, there are just so... Every time she comes out with a book now, I'm going to be like, oh, my God, interesting title. Where did you get it? It has the same trope as X, Y, and Z books. Isn't that such a crazy coincidence, Trolina? <laughs> like, like if, if you did that for every book, you would just never stop because they're all they yeah. all borrow the same tropes. Like, that's just so... Yeah. Such a waste of time. Yeah. I think that the majority of people haven't posted about it because I do and would honestly respect to people for and it's one of the reasons why I didn't like jump on because I 100% would have been right behind you like like because of the fact that I'm such a big fan of hers but it is difficult to say oh like you know I'm not gonna go and say oh this is not the same book or like there's nothing like of merit to be said here because I haven't read either book and I'm definitely not going to go read Sherlina's book now, but now I can't access unwrapped by them. So there's no way that I could do a side-by-side comparison. And that is the majority of people. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's why like when I, when I made my video, I was like, I need to like really think about how I'm going to present this because obviously like there's going to be like a level of like bias in how mm-hmm. I talk about this because I I know how I feel about it whatever but mm-hmm. I was also like I want to present it like I'm not just being a stand for someone mm-hmm. let me like give you the context let me give you the info that I have and like how this is like fucking weird objectively and I think, and like, I will say that like people in my comments have been like, thank you for like being so thorough with your receipts. Like, it's very refreshing to see someone being like, no, like, it's not just me having an opinion. This is no. like basic facts because so, so many things on book talk gets like so quickly, like polarized or like partisan or whatever. And it's like who's saying what whatever but I was like no like legit like I have screenshots I have screen recordings like I can we can go all day (laughs) yeah 
nonetheless, uh, we'll see how this evolves. Um, I don't know if Eva's going to ever put that book up unless it's like majorly rewritten, but I had a good time. It was a smutty good time. So should we talk awesome. about everyone's yeah, let's talk about... favorite author? Yeah. Jody Picot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Jody Pico. So this video has since been deleted. I just want to lead with that. She has posted a follow-up response video about it where she kind of clarifies like what she should have maybe led with or had intended to say. But basically, I saw a, the original video. Yeah, so I saw a screen recording of her original video. And the gist of what she said, I wrote down a couple like direct quotes, was what what do I think of self-publishing? That was the question that was like posed to her. And she's like, what do I think of self-publishing? Don't do it. And I was like, okay, like, well, yeah, you have an agent and you've been a traditionally published author. So like, where are you going with this? And also, it was, you're sitting on like millions of dollars from Yeah. Time. So she goes, why wouldn't I self-publish and take the easy way out? Because it is the easy way out. And everyone was like, hold up. <laughs> First of all, what would you know if you've never right. done it? Um, second of all, all these authors were commenting and they were like, sorry, the easy way out? Did I miss something? Like, it has not been easy for me doing, like, all of my marketing and literally everything myself, building my art teams. Like, You're the publishing house if you're an indie author, right? Yeah, exactly. And so... Obviously, this caused quite a stir. And she says a couple more things like that the traditional publishing industry rewards people who take the patience and time to find a good agent, like match for them. And I was like, ooh, I mean, that's not... There are so many authors who are picked up by traditional publishing after they have already self-published. Because their work is really good and it's worth because it. Because publishing houses know that they already have a fan base. Yeah. Like yeah. Elsie Silver, Sarah Kate, Lila Sage. Like, I can give you 7,000 examples of this where it's like, exactly. they did all the work and the publishing houses are like, cool, let's make money off of them. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, what the fuck? So, obviously. And also, she was like lauding the benefits of like, oh, she's like, you know, or, or saying, like, it's not, like, it's more difficult to get, pub- like, traditionally published. Which, like, yeah, if you write a book and you're saying that it's more difficult to get it traditionally published than to self- than to just self-publish it. As in, like, it's more difficult to get it out into the world that way. As opposed to just publishing it yourself. Like, sure, that's valid. But then she's <laughs> like, and also because you get, like, rejected time after time after time. And I'm like, Jody Pico, when's the last time you got... Re- rejected by a traditional publisher 1978 probably that's probably the last time you got rejected because once you get picked up like she's been traditionally published for however long her literally her entire career right and (laughs) yeah like not in any way to like bash on people who go the traditional publishing route like that's all of us probably only knew that was like that that was the way that you could publish books for until like I had no real concept about self-publishing until my dad published like a 
kids like like a um like a uh like a children's book mm-hmm. through Amazon like a few years ago and that was like my only concept that I had for for that and even then I didn't I was like oh this is just like a random thing people do like this isn't something that people really do right like it's right. just something that you can do that's like not really a thing until I like found book talk and then was like oh my god like all of these authors are indie published that's fucking sick like yeah and I think like the big thing is also that the obviously like Kindle Unlimited has really has really changed the game like there's no question mm-hmm. about it right even if Amazon thinks that it's like not a valuable product but it has opened this whole segment of circumventing the trad pub world and for people to get their stories out and this is where like diversity in publishing becomes really important where traditional publishing houses are probably not going to pick up your like black urban fantasy yeah and and you but with with ku or with um like Amazon Publishing, you can get your book out there and you can build a fan base. You can build a readership and really like open these doors to demographics who are generally completely misaligned with what TradPub, when I say TradPub, I'm generally thinking about like the big five of Mm -hmm. like England Random House, Simon & Schuster, HarperCollins, whatever. Um, like, they're not necessarily looking for, like, they're not trying something on for size. Right. They're not going to take a risk. They need to make money. They want to make money uh, because mm-hmm. when it comes to being a trad pub book, there's number of dollars that have to go into it for that pop- book to become popular through the general marketing channels, and that's going to cost a lot of money. But here's the thing. If you write a really fucking good book and you self-publish it through Amazon, if it's KU or if you just do like Kindle publishing without KU, you can reach your audience much faster because your audience is going to find you instead of like the trad pub companies finding your audience for you. Right. And for me with KU, I, once I, like I had looked into it and it was like, I was like, oh, I want to read this book. And then I was like, oh, they don't have it on Kindle Unlimited. So it's not like worth it to me. But then when I started reading romance and realized that that's what most of what KU is, like I was very like specific about the books that I would read. Like I I was like reading the blurbs like over and over again and reading reviews because I didn't want to buy an ebook for $10 if I wasn't going to actually like the book, you know, like I was like way more like selective once I started doing KU that's when I learned how to DNF because then I was like oh I'm gonna pick up I can pick up all of these books and start them and not have to worry about it like a library like you can read the first chapter before you leave the library and it's like there's no commitment and then because of that I read so many books that I probably like wouldn't have because I didn't find the blurbs to be compelling or like the reviews kind of freaked me out or something like that and it's like well I can just try Mm -hmm. it like who cares? Yeah. But like, like no accessibility is really the like there's I think there's just like we just sat here listing there's so many amazing benefits 
that have come through all the self-publishing world and Mm -hmm. she made super offhand comments and then had she took down the video backtracked and made backtracked but really just was like I said those things out of context and that's not what I meant and I was like she also also conflated indie publishing and self-publishing as if those two things are the same thing Right. And I'm like, how much of an understanding does she even have of that? Considering she's just been this traditionally published author for so long. So like, do you even know what you're And why did she decide that she needs to be like the mouthpiece for traditional publishing? Because she's a white old woman. (laughs) She's like, what is her genre even? Is she like a, is it, are her books those like detective ones? It's, I think women's fiction Mm -hmm. mostly. Okay. Well, it's like, to me, it's really funny when these authors who've never had to, like, struggle in the publishing world in the sense of, like, I mean, like, and I'm not, I know I'm not trying to say that, like, I understand what, like, the beginnings of Jodi Picoult's career were, but when she comes in and she's like, don't self-publish, I'm like, don't self publish and then saying why not take the easy way out because it's the easy way out and I was like that right there is just a problematic statement like I didn't mishear you that anyone took what you said the wrong way what you said was this and that means a multitude of things especially coming from someone as privileged as you are Um, it's like it's like saying that like millennials are entitled because they want like fair treatment at work and like or like being paid buy and own a home yeah exactly (laughs) like that we that we can't like do that and then we're entitled because it's like it's that same kind of like just absolutely so detached from the reality of everybody else like it's because then she's like, it's so difficult to do it. And it's like, yeah, it is. And like, yes, That's why people it is difficult to go. Yeah, it is difficult to go the tra- the traditional like publishing route, which is why people have started self-publishing more because it is difficult yeah. to do that. But it's not saying, but it's not the easy way out in the sense that it's easier to do that because – yeah, you maybe aren't going to get rejected, but you also have to pay a bunch of money up front, which so you don't get a writing advance like you would if you were able to sell your um, like concept or premise to a publishing or, house. Or you're working a fucking 60 hour a week job while writing your book. Exactly. Yeah. While, while you're doing the lawyering the editing you're doing the marketing like all of this is on you and on your wallet how is that the easy way out like i'm sorry like are we not like when she like when she said in the video she was like oh it's like you're taking the easy way out cool i'm like okay you're a boomer asshole who's trying to be like why don't you just your way into a published book like oh yeah yeah. i mean it essentially implied that like what she was saying implies that people who are self-publishing or indie published authors are not being patient enough to be rewarded by the system. And I was like, yeah, the system doesn't work for them. So they do not operate within it. That's the whole point. And this is, this is kind of like the thing that I'm 
like is sticking with me about like how fucking oblivious she is. What's I'm like, okay, cool. Like you are a white woman who's writing for white women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like your audience is probably like the most common type of reader. I don't know if she even considered anyone other than herself. And when in her backtrack video that she made, that's still up, it's kind of the tone in which she was like, I don't, don't get me wrong. Like I've read books by indie authors. I like books by indie authors. And I was like, the way you're saying that is like so holier than thou. And that like, Oh, of course they're good. No, I've read them. It's fine. And I was like, Jody, put the phone away and just stop. Like, you do not need to have a voice here. No one respects your opinion about this topic because you're not even a part of this community. So what are you doing right, right. Now? Like, it's like, why are you talking on shit that you have no experience in? I wonder if it's something like where her publisher was like, too many authors are self-publishing and taking like a cut of like the market and that people are giving their money directly to authors. So we need to be a, like, we need to fight back uh, and get people to submit their books to us so that we can be like in charge like we can have corner the market still because there's like you know obviously there was a huge um strike against harper collins not paying their employees very much like requiring yeah. their like admin like people to come into the office and which meant which means like living in chicago and new york the most expensive cities to live in and getting paid like 13 dollars an hour um, yeah. which is ridiculous when they make so much fucking money. And I, so they're like, oh, now we're being threatened by uh, the rise in self-publishing because it's easier to self-publish, quote unquote, like massive air quotes on uh, than to work with us, which I feel like with so many self-published authors uh, and indie published authors, they would rather do that and have talked about how they would rather do that because you have more creative control. You can Mm -hmm. have your spice be more graphic and specific and better described. Um, You can, and like, you know, we see things like Adeline Grace saying that she was really involved in the creative process for selecting her, um, audiobook narrator and like that oh, she really yeah. wanted that but that's not super common I think a lot of authors don't know that they can advocate for themselves in that way when they are working with the traditional publisher and will just kind of like let the, the publisher do whatever they want and then maybe it's not true to your book and I'm still convinced that that book was supposed to be I think she chose to advocate for herself there because she didn't advocate for herself for that series being a new adult fiction or new adult like paranormal romance instead of it yeah um, ya because i there that series is written like a paranormal romance but then it's it's written in the exact same cadence as akatar oh Mm, that's interesting it's like there's like vague confusions of like if it's ya or if it's na and i in my mind like Akatar is fully NA. Mm-hmm. Particularly when it comes to like books three and five. Mm-hmm. But it I feel like it she if she had 
started being like, okay, no, this is NA, she would have had a much bigger audience. And I think that she's like towing the line 100%. But before we do another neurodivergent tangent. Yes, sorry. Um, we'll save Jody, it. Jody Pico is published by Atria, Atria Books, mm-hmm. which is the romance imprint of Simon & Schuster. Which is also the imprint that has like Hannah Grace, for example. Oh, like authors that we know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm like, it's just bizarre to be like, if you will, the term like grand dam of like women's fiction, and then to be like, you need to work harder to get to this level. Like, it's fucking, it's such, like, toxic, like, feminism, which I don't know if, like, if you guys have, like, encountered this personally in your workplaces, but, like, I 100% have, where Mm -hmm. it's, like, I've had female bosses who are, like, you didn't work hard enough to be here because I had to work harder. And it's, like, Mm -hmm. like, the world around you is changing. And you think it's still 1994. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that you had to go through that. But, like, you cannot punish me for doing better than you are just because your experience was different. Well, and that's the thing, too, is it's just because you faced, the cha- like, A and B challenges in order to get to where you were in your career, like – you were the first woman to get to that level or something like that. Like, yes, that is to be like admired and respected and that's awesome. But that doesn't mean that you're not like that. We're not experiencing challenges C and D because you cleared up challenges A and B, but like you're still going to be running into things like there's nothing. I am firmly of the belief that like, you should, and I think we, like, most of our generation is this way, but it's, like, the idea that just because, like, you feel that the challenges that you, like, met in your life, I don't know, made you into a more resilient person or something like that doesn't mean that you shouldn't want your children or your, you know, younger members of society to have to meet those same challenges because they're going to meet challenges regardless. They don't have to meet the exact same challenges. It's like, oh, just because you had to walk, you know, three miles uphill uh, in the snow both ways to get to school, like somebody who was walking those three miles uphill both ways in the snow to get to school invented the school bus system because they were like, (laughs) I fucking hated doing that. So I'm going to make it so that kids don't have to do that anymore. That person gets an A. Your grandfather who says that you are like a lazy because you take the school bus instead of walking three miles. Yeah. He's an asshole. He gets an F. No, it's funny that you're pointing this out and it's almost like, they work so hard to make sure that you don't have to suffer the same way that they did. But then when it actually comes to you not suffering that way, they're like, hold up, shouldn't you be suffering more? And you're like, yes, like, didn't we do this so that I wouldn't have this problem? And now you're like upset that this I'm in this position where I don't have to struggle with this. Like, 
why are we? Yeah. No, but, no, but what I'm saying is, I'm like, okay, cool. Let's, if we're talking about Simon & Schuster, if we're talking about authors who started indie. Yeah. Who are now represented by Simon & Schuster because they did so well in indie. Let's say Canna Grace. Right. Let's sit her in the same room with Jody mm -hmm. and s let's have Hannah tell her story to her colleague, essentially, right? Mm -hmm. And be like, was it easy for you to get to the point where your book blew up on Kindle Unlimited for you to get picked up? And like, I will say like Hannah has had a very easy go of it because she put out one book yeah and, mm -hmm. and that's not the standard that's totally a that is that is the um exception to the rule yeah 100 percent. but what i'm saying is like i'm like are jody are you gonna sit in the same conference room with hannah grace and be like you didn't work hard enough you right. probably she would i could i would 100 percent not be surprised if she said that if she was like i had to work harder in a different yeah. way but but i still had to work just as hard as you it's almost like they want to um, validate their experiences and make, make sure that you mm -hmm. know that they worked harder or just as hard. And that just because it seems like it might be easy doesn't mean that it, you know, doesn't mean it should be mm -hmm. easy for you. Okay, well, I don't know. I love and hate talking about all of these badly behaved authors. I know. I want, let's talk. Well, I think we said a lot of nice things about um, other authors today, too. So we'll keep that. We, we have. Keep up the balance. We have a good balance, I think. <laughs> what are you going to say, Johnny? I'm also personally victimized. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not impressed. I hope that – I know that we're just going to continue to see things like this because authors just continue to put their foot in their mouth. But, like, Yeah. It's entertaining, but it's also, like, it does stimulate a lot of conversation. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if you guys, if anyone listening has any stories, any tea, not just gossip, but receipts. We love tea with receipts. We, we want to know. We want to hear about it, and we're really interested in all the conversations. So, let us know. Um Thanks for joining us on this week's episode. Mary, where can we find you? I am at the vibrarian on Instagram and TikTok. And Shawnee, where can we find you? At Shawnee Reads on TikTok and Instagram. And you can find me at Bond Reviews Books on Instagram and TikTok. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.